Hi homies, I'm Ale. You're listening to Three Homegirls No Gun, where we explain all points of views on gun violence prevention. Have a great time listening. Hi, my name is Julia Matamoros. I'm the publicist. I attend Benjamin Franklin High School, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. Hello everyone, my name is Jamila Soto. I am the assistant director. I attend Huntington Park High, and I go by she, her, and her. Hi everyone, my name is Ale. I go to Franklin High School. My pronouns are they, them, and I am the director. Today we had three very special guests who are actually fellow students. Hi, my name is Genesis Ramos. I'm 16. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I also go to Franklin High School. Hi, my name is Ayer Spinoza. I am 17 years old. I go to Bell High School, and my pronouns are he, him, and his. Hi, everyone. Uh, uh, my name is Emma. I go by she, her, hers, and I'm also a student at Franklin High School. Before we begin, there is a shooting that happened in, ten- in Knoxville, Tennessee. Unfortunately, a student opened fire on the school. Um, many students were fatally injured. One student was killed, unfortunately, and a police officer was harmed. We're bringing this up because throughout this episode, we're going to mention school shootings and talk about what our experiences with gun violence as kids who are roughly around the same age. As you may have known, we have done another episode, This Is Not A Drill, where we have talked about this between the three of us, and now we're talking about it with three other people. Yeah, so we wanted to get different perspectives on other students as students do have a lot of, um, most of all, a big word in what's going on in our world and most of all during schools. So the first question we would want to ask is, should police officers be able to stay armed in school? So like, how do you feel about the situation of police officers being armed? I believe that um, school police should be armed because them being under-resourced puts them in the line of danger. So they are basically the only barrier between students and like a hypothetical school shooter. So them being under-resourced could put us in danger and them in danger. I fully agree with that. I think having them not be armed, um, just it doesn't sound like a good situation because like they are there to protect the students, protect the staff, like the teachers. Um, But I do think the problem with it is that they should be fully trained on those high stress situations Um, because like even just even recently um, with the event that happened with Dante Wright, we see how people do react in these situations and they aren't fully prepared. And so I think that's really like the determining factor, like if they're willing to go through this training. I disagree. I feel like police officers or school police officers shouldn't be armed at school because if they're doing their job as school police officers to keep us safe, then I don't think a situation should escalate to that of a police officer having to use a gun in a school with many other kids. So, and for many people, like being in the presence of a gun alone or like hearing it go off is like really traumatic or like it really triggers people so i don't think any situation although it does happen um, i don't think any situation should escalate to that of a school police officer having to use a gun yeah i agree i think being in the as we can see from dante right when he got shot it was that kind of flight or fight moment like oh do i stay or do i go and he left he drove away and i think 
in that kind of situation that there's a kid and they're scared, they're gonna find it. They're like, ah, you have a gun. I'm not gonna stay here and figure out if you're gonna pull the gun out on me yet. Because I think a lot of high school students, once they hit 18, they're considered adults. A lot more can happen when they're 18 and that shouldn't be a thing in their head that the police officer has a gun here. And it as Genesis said, it should never ever escalate to that factor where the police officer needs to pull out a gun on a kid. I feel like people feel more unsafe than they do safe with someone with a gun near them. But I feel like um, it is kind of just a problem in general because of like the country and the laws that we live in. So I feel like if people are capable to go to like Walmart and purchase a gun without any sort of license, um, then the idea of having someone who is purely there to protect students and everyone like involved, the idea of them not having something to like to protect themselves, like I think that's even scarier than having, if that makes sense. Like I feel like that's an even worse situation, but I agree with like, it should be like the absolute last resort. I don't think it should ever be a solution until it's like very dire. I think um, like part of that problem is that I guess you could say police are like very under trained. Like if you look at it, like if you back up and look at the bigger picture, it's just like, oh, like you're a person with like all this like training, but like it's just physical training. Like if you look at what they do, but go help a person with like a problem that they struggle with like mentally. Like if you look at the recent crimes that have been committed, like police brutality, it's all been with people who struggle mentally. And what I've noticed is that the authorities or like the media tend to like favor like those who are not people of color, like, oh, they're just having a bad day. But like ultimately, like all of us have that like day to day, like mental struggle and like what's like our next action, like like Alice said, like fight or flight, like what are we gonna do? Like, are we gonna stay there? Or like, are we gonna like, are we gonna do the next thing that like pops in our head? I agree with all of the points that were just made. And I would also like to bring up the argument that um, I feel like to a school shooter, the idea that an armed police officer is at school, I feel like they would be less likely to carry out an attack on a school. Cause I feel like they would uh, probably not um, be successful in that task when there's like a trained officer. Yes, I know that like um, police officers in school should de-escalate the situation with either verbally or like with other methods and like shooting should be like the absolute last resort. But I do think that like the symbol of a police officer being in school, I feel like that's already a big, a big like protective measure. Yeah, I like, I fully agree with everything that like you just said. I feel like even the thought of, cause I feel like if someone were to do something, um, they do go through like the motions of like what would happen. Um, and so I think, of, I think if like there's any thought that there would be someone, that there would be like nobody armed, um, I feel like you would think that you would be a lot more successful in carrying that situation out so I think um, even just not like physically, but what a police officer with a gun like resembles, 
um i think that could prevent a lot of things from happening the police officer that was at the that was injured at the recent shooting yesterday do you guys know if he was armed or not he was armed and he was shot yeah so i think that just brings up the i guess counter that even if there's an armed cop it won't stop someone who really has the motive to go into a school and shoot the people who are in there yeah because a lot of the times it is like you know mental health oriented and it's like these people aren't in the right state of mind and if someone's like really like driven like that there's nothing really that's going to stop them like even if they know that there is an armed cop inside them they're like oh like i'm going to beat this cop because i come i'm going to come in there and shoot everyone point blank period yeah I kind of want to know more of like what your perspective on it is because like we do have very different opinions but like um I guess like I have like a counter argument it's more just like wouldn't you rather have um somebody who does have a gun and could potentially because either way like things will happen you know but I feel like wouldn't you rather have someone who can um use a firearm if needed versus absolutely like no um like nothing to protect anyone else if that makes sense i feel like in this instance it's like a very like either or situation because there's like there's different situations that happen at school like if a cop is like separating a fight and you know that he has like a gun on his hip you wouldn't feel safe in that instance but like in the instance of like a school shooter you would kind of feel like a little bit more secure but just knowing that um cops at school like they carry like a firearm day to day even like when the day is going normally it's just like a really unsettling feeling so like and then like having a firearm i think like you think it's like a mental like trigger like you think you have like more power just because you have like this powerful device on you so like that comes into play with like police brutality at schools and like the prison of school pipeline like with um with police officers at school carrying guns i feel like the students feel like more regulated yeah i completely agree and i mean you see it at schools like a student if a student is fighting with the police officer, they're more scared and more prone to death because they're like, oh, like they have a gun. What if they what if I say something wrong and um, they shoot me? So I, I completely agree with that. Yeah, in the normal school setting, I could see how a gun could probably um, make students uncomfortable. But in a school shooter setting, I feel like a gun would become like very helpful because I feel like if an officer had a gun, he wouldn't feel as nervous. So if, if a police officer didn't have a gun, he would he would become nervous along with the, the school shooter. So you have two nervous people in a very tense situation. So how would you verbally de-escalate the situation? I feel like the only outcome out of that would be some like a casualty. Yeah, that's a really good point because obviously how would they um, de-escalate the situation without no prop armor on them? They would just probably more than likely end up dead. I think if they have the right training, they can properly de-escalate the situation or if there's someone else on campus who's like properly trained in that besides the police officer, then um, 
they'll probably have a much bigger success rate in escalating a situation like that properly. I mean, like, you always run the risk, but, like, knowing that you have, like, so not only, like, someone on campus, like, who's, like, profession is to protect you, but, like, also knowing that, like, they're trained in, like, situations like these to help de-escalate big situations like um, a school shooting. And I wanted to tie that back um, to more, most of all, the security of a school. I feel like if a school is not um, really prepared, that takes a lot of what, um, like how an intruder can actually get into school. Like if a school is not safe enough, they're immediately going to let um, someone in like that with the gun or with whatever armor. I feel like it's a sucky situation regardless. Um, it sucks that we do have to think about this, but it is a very real situation. So I feel like, um, like with what Julie said, just about how it would feel really, really unsettling to know that somebody on campus always has a gun at every single moment. Um, and I think the thought of that is like really terrifying, but um, I feel like it's kind of something that like we have to do for like the safety of everyone else so like it's kind of like either way it's not right if that makes sense like there is no right situation or right choice because like of just like how everything has been if that makes sense yeah so since we're like talking about staff at school and like training we want to know like your perspective because in like a previous episode um this is not a drill we had like we had shared our stories with um like um situations like bomb threats and like situations where we could like potentially be endangered so we know that most of the time that these situations happen we're in class and we're, we're with like our teachers so we want to know um, if you guys think that teachers like have the right training for it and like if they think that they're like handling the situations in an okay manner. I think teachers have the same kind of understanding and I guess training that students do because when at least like at uh, Franklin when we do um those school shooting drills and when there was an actual bomb threat um like the whole situation was handled i think really poorly because like we hadn't had a drill like that before and then when the time came at least where i was and all they did was lock us in rooms like and i know like a lot of rooms they either didn't lock or they were like it just was really unsafe and like for me they literally locked us in a closet and it was just like this really scary thing and like and my mom was at school that day when they locked her in the office and she was like so confused because they didn't even tell them what was going on and i think in that situation like the teachers you could tell had like the same amount of understanding that we did because i i just don't think that they had like prepared for it I guess like 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 how teachers usually have like like these like handbooks or like these emergency boxes for like earthquakes or like 
you know, fires, but like something like this is something that like a lot of schools either don't talk about enough or like they just like avoid it. And then when the time comes, it's like in your face and like you just don't know what to do. Yeah, I also completely agree. And I feel like the picture immediately changes as something like realistically happens. Like when you're going over an emergency, like a shooter drill or just a, a fire drill, at the moment, you know, everyone's calm. But when the adrenaline comes, like of something realistically, it, the whole picture changes. And I feel like most um, teachers or staff members aren't trained to have that specific adrenaline rush and go through them like, oh, like this has actually happened instead of them just, you know, walking us to the fields and stuff like things change. You don't know if the fire is going to happen in the, in the field or in your room. Like, so I feel like t- teachers aren't specifically trained to have um, realistically realistic stuff happen to them or to the students or to the school. Um. With like what Genesis said, I was there when um, it was like a, a bomb threat, I'm pretty sure. Um, and I remember being so just like genuinely terrified because um, like when we looked up to our teachers, because um, I was in the dual language program at the time. So I was like a lot younger. Um, and I remember looking up to my teacher and expecting him to know everything and anything that um, like would keep us all safe. You know, I like remember just looking up to him and feeling like, oh, like, no, like he has it under control. Um, And then later, cause this was over, it was like for two hours. And so I remember like, as the time kind of passed and I would look at him, I realized that he really wasn't as prepared as I thought he was and like the fear on his face was the fear on all of our faces and so with what like Genesis said like people aren't um prepared for stuff like this because it's very like it ties in emotions too like whereas a fire is like it's more of just like oh like yeah that's scary but it's a fire you know like whereas a actual like shooting or an active shooter is like just a lot of like stuff like goes through your mind if that makes sense i think that's really true because like the emotions part of it because a few i don't know if it was a few weeks or like a few months after that incident we had a i don't remember if it was like a school shooter drill or a bomb threat drill but it was like along those lines and all they did was put us all in the gym and like have students stay in their classrooms but like in the moment I remember like everyone like running around and like even teachers calling each other and they were like what do we do like I don't understand what's going on and like you really like get to see like the difference between like an organized kind of like training and like the difference like when it really happens and it's just like you can tell like no one's really prepared for that yeah definitely and then something I found out because I was at the same the lockdown that Genesis and Emma was and what I found out afterwards is that when the police officers actually came like the SWAT team and everything they didn't really do a sweep they had our administration do a sweep so like our principal our vice principal they had to go into each room and like kind of like is there a bomb over here and when I heard that I was like wow that doesn't sound prepared at all (laughs) like that didn't make me feel safe at all the police did I know they didn't some because um, my brother was in one of the classes 
that actually had a locked door, thank God. But like, he said that this when they heard like the SWAT team trying to knock down the door because they like had barricaded it because it was just like really stressful for everyone. He said that like the students were literally armed just in case. And it was like, it was, like, it was so scary, it was so scary. Like the police like were armed, which we just talked about, but, like they were armed just in case. And it was like, really do have like the students armed because um and emma's like emma and i's like our freshman year um we had like this drill in our english class and i remember our english teacher just telling us grab like whatever chair you can and like if they come in just like throw it and it was like it wasn't even a real situation it was just like something to have us prepared but that's like that's terrible like the older generations like i have a lot of them tell me that like oh like we feel bad for you because like you go to school like when all this is happening and like we don't have to endure that um and then like with what alice said like i remember um we looked out the window because we heard someone outside because like with what um julie said like we were the armed ones we just like had desks um, like barricaded and then there was select students who were like in the front with like like desks like holding them up so that if anyone were to come in, we could like hit them with the chair, which now thinking about it, it's like genuinely like it's so crazy. And um, I remember looking at the window and seeing like the SWAT team come through from the parking lot because I was in um, a bungalow and it just like really surprised me of like how like not prepared everything was and how much um like pressure was put on students and also just like well i'm speaking for myself in the situation but i don't know about you guys but it like really did traumatize me in a way because um once i went to freshman year at franklin it was like all that I ever thought about. And so being with Julie, like in that drill that we had in our English class, like it just brought up so many memories. And so I feel like there definitely like needs to be something done about that and like done about how much pressure is put onto students. Yeah, I completely agree. And we can most of all see the differences within our communities and our schools because comparing your guys' school to mine, I as a student was never trained or never told to um, be prepared or armed, like getting a chair and stuff. I was just like told to hide in a corner. Like, and that's even more frightening because you're like, I'm put in more in more danger. Like, I don't know what to hold. What what am I supposed to do if someone comes in our room bursting like with the gun or something? And I feel like that takes place a lot on the school and the training. Once again, how Emma was saying um, on what on what can they can do to like prevent these situations or even stop the situation like this. I think it's almost impossible to prepare for something like this because, as Jamilek said earlier, there are just like so many variables that happen during these situations. But I do think that drills provide a very basic baseline and a very basic plan to like keep us safe during these situations. Of course, they are far from perfect, and they do need like very like a lot of improvement. But they like very basically get us out of the line of danger and that's 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 already like an improvement i mean that's already something good but i do think that like they do need a lot of improvement and just like a lot of regulation i guess and training me too i think especially considering that it's not 
sadly it's not really like a rare occurrence anymore and if, like schools don't have a lot of like regulation against not like regulation but like they don't have a lot of like i guess drills or like pre-existing like information for students and teachers just to know like if a situation like that were to happen so that we're not all panicking yeah and most of all because um we come from like all of us we come from really underfunded communities and um high schools that are in these underfunded communities i've seen i've actually spoken with one one of my my fellow friends and they go to a private school like up in like hollywood and all of that and i like questioned them about situations like this and they told me that they're like really prepared that that um a shooting drill occurred and everyone was pretty well trained and i was like shocked because that takes you into perspective like why are they not doing this at my school like what's going on is it because i'm poor do i not have enough money to like keep this going like training is something that you shouldn't um restrict no matter the amount of money your school is funded it should be something that's always on top of the baseline because it can happen any moment and it can target any student so that's like really triggering like once i heard that i was just like wow this needs to change because this is just putting my life and other students in danger yeah as jamie lex is talking about underfunding and how we all come from an underfunded community we want to ask you guys do you if you ever feel targeted or unsafe in your school because of the underfunding or any other reason? For me, at least, because of um, we are in kind of like a, an area where like gangs and stuff do exist. Um, and so like for me, I feel like specifically with LUSD too, they haven't had a lot of training in terms of like gang prevention and stuff like that. Um, and so I feel like that is where I feel like we are kind of ignored or undermined. And like um, what Jaime like said, like I feel like it should definitely, like this prevention and these like things that we can do and training and like all of this stuff, like it should be like at the very top of like the priorities. I don't think that it should ever, ever be like, oh, this school, because it's rich, because it has more funds, should get like more training on it or should it get more like sources. I feel like it should be every single school like has the exact same stuff in terms of like this. I personally feel um, pretty safe in my community. I like there are, of course, instances where you feel like there may be a threat. But then I look at other like small cities and like Mexico and stuff and like those people li live in constant threat of their lives and they have to pay these criminal organizations for their safety. So I am really thankful that like our communities haven't gotten to that point. But I, I there is usually like sometimes that threat, but like I don't really usually like let it get to me because I just see like the diverse rich community that's around me and I'm like very thankful for that. And I feel like the criminal, the crime is just like uh, a con, but like the pros of living in this community like greatly outweigh it. Same, I don't think I've ever felt like, I guess, unsafe or like targeted, at least in our community or even like at school. Because I don't know because like I've been living here like my whole life or anything, but like I think I don't know. 
it's not bad honestly i think it's just like we need to reprioritize um you know agenda maybe funding because i know lasd has lots of money in their funding but i think we really do need to like uh, prioritize different things especially in like recent What's COVID? COVID? No, like, I don't know. Just Training? Like, what? Because of like where we are now or like how things have like progressed. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Um, I think I could kind of like jump off like Genesis and like Emma because like we all do live in the same community. And it's not necessarily that we feel like targeted or that we like feel like we're put in harm's way. It's just the simple concept that when we have like these sort of drills or like when there's something happening at our school, like for instance, like a fight or like, I guess you could say a rumble because like they can turn into something like bigger and they like almost sort of have. Um, we just like don't like that simple con concept of um, like the adult and staff being like, you guys have to fend for yourselves. Like you guys have to like figure this out on your own. And we're like constantly, like those words are like constantly thrown at us that, oh, you guys are young adults and you guys could like figure this out on your own. But like at the same time, we're put under their care. And like, as we said, like, and like, this is not a drill, like school should be our sanctuary. And we shouldn't be taught that, like, we need to fend for ourselves, even though, like, most of us are, like, minors. And we're students put under their care for, like, almost the whole day. And, like, school, in that instance, is, like, a second home. Exactly. And I don't think us as students should be um, pressured as much as we do. Like, we carry a lot. Like, I know a lot of students that struggle a lot with um, home situations and how... Judy said they use they use um, school as a sanctuary. They take that place as uh, a second home. They use it to get food or just to simply a, a takeaway, so or a getaway. I meant, and I feel like it's um it's my school. I mean, I don't feel unsafe, but I definitely have seen some things that do really trigger me. Like I've seen how um, there's been fights, and then like our whole school is like already like followed with like hundreds of like police cars and I feel like that's really triggering because you're like what am I supposed to do like there's a there's a fight going on and I get it yeah like um the police should be helping us like stopping this down but like like I feel more unsafe seeing like uh, thousands of police officers right there like if, if like if someone's shooting like I don't think that's the proper proper way of handling a situation like that and I feel like that's what keeps students from feeling unsafe like the amount of pressure they put on us and we shouldn't be going under that much of pressure. I feel like that kind of just brings up the concept to me about how like um, with all this, there should be like new preparation. There should be more plans um, for teachers and staff if a situation like this does happen. But I also feel like there should be a lot of like training with even just the police that do come to our schools. Um, because like with what you said, like with all the police, like that in itself is like traumatizing and the way that um police kind of because it is like their job and i understand that they're like trying to do the best that they can but it's also that 
sometimes the way that they react to certain things is traumatizing for everyone involved. And I feel like that's um, that's been my biggest issue with things because like being at Franklin for so long, cause I was there for three years prior to high school um, at the like dual language thing. Like I've seen a lot of how people in power, I guess, so like the police and the principal, like have reacted to certain things. And it's just very like traumatizing in itself because of how they carry out things and how they have said things to us. And it's not in like a, just like adding on, like it's not in like a, like the way that it doesn't make you want to like, I guess act out, but it's in a way that like, makes you like not want to get caught because like you do like when you're at school and like you do like whatever and you get in trouble like it's not really like at least like with the people who are in charge it's not really like oh i'm sorry i got like i'm sorry for what i did like the way that they like make you feel about it is like they really like bring you down about it instead of like talking to you and stuff so like it just really makes you see like how the people in charge like I guess like take their job. Yeah, I definitely have seen that a lot at my school. They are really incriminating at my school. They just because they see uh, a student doing one thing, they think you'll do it again. Like I saw someone say, like a staff member at my school, like, "Oh, he did that. Like, he's gonna do it again. Um, don't get close to him." Like, how does that? How do you think the student feels as an individual being targeted like that? And that takes that takes place a lot in the school and it shows, it shows a big reflection of how the school is. Like um, how Genesis said that, um, how they take into consideration like the, the training of their staff and like how they would act in certain situations. And I feel like that's just really targeting. Like that as like, um, it makes me feel pretty incriminated. Like, damn, like if I just do this, like if I don't do this, like what's gonna happen to me? I'm gonna be considered a criminal now or am I gonna be, um, they're gonna be spreading rumors about me, so. It's really scary, most of all. And we wanted to ask the question, talking about already about under-resourced communities, like, and how they're being targeted a lot by gun violence. And we wanted to ask you as a student or just as a minority, like, how do you feel, like, about, like, walking alone in streets? Like, do you feel unsafe? Like, how does it make you feel? I personally, as a minority being, um, like, Latinx and also being a woman, it's really unsettling it's really like really bad i don't know like i remember like for me like i would walk to school in the mornings and i would walk back home after school and like sometimes it would be dark because of like sports and stuff and i just remember like always feeling super unsafe not just because of like where i live but like just in general like i can be walking anywhere and i just feel super unsafe like like especially that like now in like the current climate, like seeing everyone just being targeted and it's just like it really puts you like in like the worst state of mind. And like I always carry like a pepper spray or like I have like my flashlight on or something or like sometimes I just won't even like go out because like I don't want to like do it myself like walk just because like I'm super aware of like everything that goes on and it's like I don't wanna be targeted or I don't wanna be like I just don't want to like put myself in that situation to like be in danger, you know?
I like completely agree with that. And like also being a minority, because um, at least here, like I grew up around only minorities, not many people um, who like people here were born here and were raised here. And it was kind of just like this community. Um, but now as things have progressed and now that there are like more people moving in who weren't born here, who weren't raised here, I feel like that's when I felt unsafe um, because like, it's just a really weird situation to be put in, especially being a girl. Um, and even at um, like, there's a Target like next to us that has um, had a lot of like human trafficking issues in the past. And it's just, it's really, really weird to see how much things have even just progressed like recently. I feel like there's been a lot of like, with just like trafficking and also just targeting minorities. Like I feel like with the recent presidency and like all these things, like it's just become so much more than before and so much more apparent. And so I feel like that's um, when I feel unsafe. I really agree uh, with like the first part that Emma said with uh, at least in our neighborhood with the like mass amounts of gentrification going on, still going on and like just the way that they're being supported and um, I think that's what really has really made me like uncomfortable sometimes like walking in the street and stuff like just going anywhere like running errands I think that's it really makes you aware of like it makes you realize like just like how much things are changing I personally feel safe around my community I will admit that like certain horror stories like do get to you well, well, like you're walking home and like you hear these like very terrific stories. But for me personally, like I I feel like relatively safe. I mean, I've only had like once, like one time where like my necklace was robbed. And like after that, like like for two years I was living in like, like I was very paranoid. But like after that, I was just like, I don't know what happened in me, but like I just like felt very like safe. I don't know why. And I think it really is just like the community that's around me because like when, like once that happened, like all my neighbors came out and like they're like talking to me and like they're just like making me feel like like very cared for. And I feel like that that care is what makes me feel safe in my community. Of course, like this might not be the same for all of you guys, but for me, um, that's what makes me feel safe around here. Personally, I, I've never been like you know like robbed in the street but you know it's like facts that like women are targeted more often at least when they're alone and you don't have to be like you know like robbed like like have like your belongings taken from you to like feel feel unsafe in the street like you know like just like being catcalled or like when you notice like someone following you or staring at you, like whether it be like in your community or out of your community and like whether you have the support or not, it's like, it's always gonna be scary. I can agree with you. It's just like that it really sucks because just like by being a girl, we have to carry that extra baggage because of like all the instances we've been giving, like been given and 
that's like that's my number one issue like just being on the street like you never know if you're gonna get like trafficked or if somebody's like gonna stop you and like lure you in and it's like you can't like you don't have that certain comfort that like you're not gonna like be targeted that and then you're like you always have that like subconscious thought like people are like or like specifically like men are like out to get me and like it kind of sucks and then um like um like kind of agreeing with like what emma and genesis said like there has been like mass gentrification in our area but i personally think that like that's kind of a cover-up that the it's kind of a cover-up for what has been happening because there has been like crime that's been escalating and it's like sort of that's my second thing like you don't want to be at the wrong place at the wrong time because there has been instances where that has happened and i've heard one where a daughter and her father like they got in their car and he was just driving her to work and it turned out that they shot the wrong people and that's just like the thought that i always have in the back of my head like you're not gonna be the right person but you're still gonna be like the target yeah definitely and i've seen obviously more being a woman i've seen that as a woman get most of all more targeted than men but i feel like regardless of our gender um i believe anyone can get targeted at any time because i've seen many men and i've heard of many men that have felt um like unsafe of being in their community or just being around their neighborhood and that's why i wanted to say like yeah us women do get targeted a lot but i feel like um we should understand that it can happen to anyone like regardless of our gender yeah like if it's not because like though it does happen to women um i guess more often or just that it's more spoken about it like can happen just purely off of like the way you dress because of like your race because of the way that you carry yourself and i feel like not a lot of people kind of take that into consideration and um like with what julie said like you can just be like the wrong or the like wrong person but like the right time um and i feel like as a community it's hard to go through certain things and it's hard to hear certain things and um just with like what genesis said like as gentrification has i guess progressed in my community um you do hear a lot of these like wrong person right time scenarios happening yeah definitely as we're talking about a community the next we want to ask would any of you guys buy a gun i wouldn't i think i just don't feel safe around guns you know and i could when i'm of age just go and buy one but I don't think I will just because I don't feel safe around gun and I think you always just run the risk of any like potential danger when you have a gun in the house or just like when you're armed. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think coming out from what I learned from like students in my action and just 
everything else. I think as high as the suicide rates are that are with a gun and that the majority of those tend to be unfortunately successful, I don't think I would ever have a gun in my household. And with that in the back of my head, I don't, that doesn't really sit, sit right with me. Yeah, I also completely agree with the situation that um, I wouldn't, I don't want to say I wouldn't own a gun because you never know the situation. And I feel like most of all, coming from uh, like an under-resourced community, like my mom's and my mom and my dad's house, I've seen a lot of violence and a lot of um, people being incriminated and just simply going through the rush of being scared, not knowing what to do. I feel like I would own a gun at one point, but once again, it would have to be my, like my last resort, like just for the safety of my own. And it would have to be like to the point where like I can't handle like feeling unsafe anymore and I just need something to help me feel better like or just feel safe being in an under-resourced community that's really targeted by gun violence. I was just gonna say like being someone who grew up around that type of stuff and grew up around people who did have like guns, um, it's just really terrifying i feel like i understand the argument of wanting to protect yourself and just because guns now are like super easy to get i understand the concept of wanting to have one because someone else could potentially have one um but like for me i feel like it always goes back to mental health and people with guns um i myself with my own like mental stuff could never have like a firearm like that i wouldn't trust myself with it and so like i understand the argument of like wanting to feel protected but i feel like there should also be an argument of like how mental health would affect people who do have these guns and do have access to all these like i guess like weaponry yeah i agree with all of the points that were made um i would personally i would own a gun um, just because like if there were a threat, I feel like that would be the only thing that like would be keeping me from like the line of danger. But I feel like a very select person, like a very, um, yeah, a very particular person should own a gun because the thought of having a gun could really change someone's mentality. And like that could be, that could be a potentially dangerous risk. So I, I do think that like, um, people should own guns, but I feel like there should be very extensive um, checks and there should be like a very extensive investigation into that person. Because like, just how I said, like the thought of owning a gun could really change someone. I think that just goes back to uh, you know, gun regulation as a lot of things do. I just don't think that they're regulated enough and that there's enough, um, you know, like rules behind it to stop the wrong people from buying them. So, um, I think maybe once that's all fixed, I might consider buying a gun, but for the meantime, I don't support that. Yeah, I agree that there's not um, some good regulations out there that stop many people from getting guns. And the owning of a gun not only puts the person into danger, but other people into danger in their household and um, around them. So owning a gun is a big responsibility. And how Yair said, it's it can change a person drastically. It can 
put them into a state of mind that like they're in full control and that's really important um for like the safety measures to be taken into consideration we should our law should should be well thought out and make sure that these people are having background checks and stuff like that to make sure these people are um capable of owning a gun for a safety measure um i think that's something that like people can't fully grasp that it's not necessarily that you don't trust the people around you that sometimes it could just be like you can like not end up trusting yourself because there is high rates of like suicide um that involves guns and it like you guys like tied it all together like it having like a gun like does change you and like it is a mental trigger like telling you like i have like this powerful like object like and some people like might go to the like extent of the thought like why not like put it to use it's a it's like the power trip of it it's the feeling of um like i'm able to do something because of this like object and i feel like that's um like where i get concerned about things okay everyone so as our closing question um we wanted to ask what changes specifically do you want to see when it comes to gun violence prevention so like what like laws have you seen that are not really put out there or that need change to like stop the the gun violence uh i don't have anything like specific i guess to say but i really want to see lots of regulation behind buying guns because i think right now it's really like a like a not really regulated or not really thought about subject like emma said like a lot earlier she was like she said that you can just go to walmart and buy a gun and then come home and like there's a lot of like like behind the curtain kind of thing like you can just go to like a secret person and buy a gun again i think that just brings up like even if there is regulation there's always going to be the risk of like people going behind authorities back and getting a gun but you know, it's gonna be a lot better because people, a lot of people don't have the access that they have now to buying guns. So yeah, I think regulation, I think in terms of like laws and who can buy guns and when, I guess, and where, definitely. Yeah, I agree that there's a, um. No matter what regulation we have, there's still gonna be people going around about and just trying to find a way to do it um, aside from our regulations. But I do agree that if we have something more strict and more out there that um, stops people from buying guns, handed off guns, then there more than likely will be people that, you know, are like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm not gonna do it anymore. But yeah, I also completely agree. I believe that we should have more background checks that's something that's really important um when handing off a gun to somebody because there's been so many cases where they run these background checks and they're not even valid like they often hand these um guns to people that are mentally unstable and i feel like that's really important like we should make sure that everything is fine with this person that they know what's going on and they understand the reason they are getting the gun yeah like 
with what you guys said like there is always going to be people who find loopholes and find ways to get stuff because like that's just how things have always been um but i feel like regulation and kind of like background checks on people and digging a lot deeper into these people who are purchasing these guns is the right way to go and i feel like there is like there are people who will do whatever they can to like reach their certain goal and i feel like no matter what like those people will always exist but for the majority of people um just wanting i guess like protection for themselves and their family and whatever um i feel like there does have to be extensive extensive like research on these people and another thing also is just um i've seen a lot of cases happen where it's, it's like the dad has a gun and like the son got it from the dad and so i feel like that should also be something that um they check kind of like where you are keeping this and like who is able to access it and um like whether or not it's like in a safe protected place or not yeah i agree with all of the points that were just made i think that like there should be just like very thorough investigations into the individuals that want to obtain a gun but I also think that like once these processes become more stricter, I feel like people are just gonna go into the legal market and obtain a gun. So I just feel like there should be a crackdown on like the gun, um, the the purchasing of a gun, and also the legal market, because I feel like the legal market always offers like this like second option that's like way more easy than like going like legal and like legally buying a gun. Um, I I kind of do agree with um, yeah here because there is like there's more of a chance like of people like doing it I guess you could say the wrong way because um like in the illegal market there is such things like as ghost guns where people build them by themselves and like they could even hurt themselves because like the trigger could like jam back or, or like they could not have like on safety mode. So I think, and then I have to like jump back to like what Emma said, like, I think there should be more background checks because you never know like what a person has done. Like, even if it's been like a fight, like they could like, they could still have something like going on. Um, you just like, you need to dig deeper in these topics because like you don't know who you're dealing with. And like, that's, that's just how like I take in the situation because there's always gonna be people like selling on the side. And then there's gonna be people like who do it the legal way, but there's still like not enough effort put into it. I feel like this is very like done like half and half. Yeah, and it's like, I feel like it's so hard to debate whether or not there is an issue with this because in recent times, we've seen the effects of not having certain precautions taken before purchasing a gun, right? Like we've seen like all these school shootings happen and we've seen all these just like in public areas and like we've seen all these scenarios happen. And so there obviously has to be something done about it and nothing is completely solid. Like there's always going to be people who go through the cracks or there's always going to be um, like situations where it could have been handled differently. But I really do think that 
there needs to be some sort of like reform um in gun laws because like honestly also just do out of respect for the people whose lives have been lost due to this and i feel like even one person being killed by a gun in like a public area or in school should have been a sign that there needed to be something to like change yeah definitely i think coming back that like, universal background check should definitely be a thing and cracking down the legal market i think another thing that needs to be addressed is when people stockpile guns like they have a mass amount of, like like 20 like if a family of four has like a 20 20 guns or something there is no absolutely no need to have that many guns i think that's really something that it's been going on to that like military level guns should not be allowed available for civilians without the proper training or without the knowledge of it behind it because that is extremely dangerous i feel like i agree with that but i also feel like they shouldn't be available to the public at all like why does a civilian need a gun that's regulated for the military and that's actually something i i haven't thought of like while we were talking but like that's also such a big issue and most of these shootings that you see are with like ARs and like no person needs that like there's no excuse for that and I understand wanting like pistol like wanting something to protect yourself but in scenarios like that like we've seen what happens when civilians have um like access to these like super crazy like weapons and so the fact that we're even like able to do that because like you're able to get a gun at 18 or 19 i think i could be wrong but like that's like no <laughs> i know people who are that old and like in no way should they ever be able to have access to a military weapon yeah i agree and um ale brought up a really good point about um how there's many people that own excessive amount of guns like yeah i understand the whole point of feeling safe but why do you need so much guns like that's beyond the measure like with with one or two you could even still safe stay beyond safe like 20 guns what's what's the reason and that makes um it, it grows this kind of um kind of thing like a, being skeptical like you as an individual like oh why does he own so much guns like this has is he planning to do something like and I just think that it's also really important how Alice said like to take that into consideration like um, limiting the amount of guns a person owns and then like the like the idea of going into depth with background checks I feel like it shouldn't just be that person alone it should also be the people that they live with because we've seen lots of instances like school shootings well it's like a kid and where do they have access to that gun in their house and i think it should just like it shouldn't just be that person alone because it's not only that person who has access to it and like it's like a terrible thought to have in your head but like these parents might even be teaching their kids how to use the gun i think maybe even making guns like a lot more expensive than they really are because a lot like guns are like pretty easy to get like there's some stores that are like um i don't know what kind of stores they are but like like the sporting goods stores 
yeah and like and like you can just like walk in and like on the back wall there'll be like a bunch of guns and like they're they're literally like not that expensive they're like 50 bucks or something some of them and they can do like serious damage and i think um just like making them more expensive would like limit the amount of people that purchase them because i know it works like with other things at least like you know like with like environmental things like in europe they raise the price of plastic bags and no one uses plastic bags anymore because they're like 15 bucks a bag and like it really works i don't know about guns because i know a lot of people really driven to buy guns because of like their first amendment right or whatever but i think it would really help yeah i completely agree and from here we want to wrap it up you guys had amazing points amazing answers to these questions so we wanted to thank you guys all for um hopping on on today's episode we really appreciate you guys time and just the simplicity of you guys being here to speak with us so thank you all for bringing you guys these points to today's episode thanks for having us <laughs> thank you yeah thanks for having us yeah definitely thank you guys before i see the outro um, I want to give a quick shout out to Students Demand Action, the Leadership Academy. They're accepting applications, you guys. This is the program that the podcast came from. It's an amazing experience for anyone who wants to become politically involved or is starting to look for, you know, just something to put in their college transcripts. So if you are a student, someone from 14 to 21 years old, you can head over to South Central SDA and fill out that form. That'd be really amazing to help out SDA. Uh, and this is Three Homegirls No Gun. You can follow us on Instagram at Three Homegirls No Gun and listen to us at Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to everyone and have a great day. <laughs>